What's up, everybody? Jeff Carter here with CACG Drones. Welcome to our newest episode of Finish Strong Fridays, where we talk about uh, successes of the week, failures for through the week, and how we choose to finish out our week on a high note, making sure that we are setting ourselves up for success through the weekend so that we don't have to be worrying about the business when we should be resting and taking time with our families. I want to say, start off by saying thank you for following. Thanks for subscribing to the channel. Uh, we are on Apple, Spotify, and Google Podcasts. So wherever you're downloading your podcast, we can be found there. Really appreciate it. Um, make sure to hit that subscribe button so that you can get... Um, early access to a lot of this content. We're going to be starting to offer some bonus content for subscribers only, for paid subscribers only, so I suggest that you check that out. I uh, don't have a release date on that one yet, but uh, that is something that is in the works and we're uh, talking about doing over here. Remember, you can find us online at www.cacgdrones.com and www.cacgdronesplus.com uh, to get all of your aerial photography and videography needs there. If you're looking to hire a drone pilot, I would really, really appreciate the opportunity to serve you at your next event or party, whatever it is that you are hosting. Also, we are on all of your social media feeds. Make sure to check us out on Instagram and Facebook and uh, all those other social media sites. So today, um, I wanted to, to talk about uh, some of the stuff that we went through this week. Kind of, kind of a short week for myself. Uh, my wife and I just came back from vacation. We went up to the Grand Canyon, had an amazing time. That's absolutely, absolutely beautiful up there. We stayed at a place called Under Canvas. Now, my wife has never been camping before, and I have been camping, I can't even count how many times, Um so I wanted to uh, slowly bring her into this world, which I really, really enjoy, the outdoors. Something that she has, uh, sl has, has started to acclimate to. We, we, we do hikes and, and some sort of like day trips and stuff like that. But we've never done anything overnight. So this is really the perfect way. And I'm not, I'm not a spokesman for Under Canvas. And I'm not promoting them for any, any reason. or anything. I'm not getting paid for this. But we had an, an absolutely amazing time up there. Uh, the tent was fabulous. Uh, it's it's not exactly what you're thinking. This is glam camping to the max. We had our own private shower inside of our tent. We had a little living space with a couch, a table, a full-size, king-size bed. We had our own. It, it's got full plumbing there. Um, it was just absolutely wonderful. We got rained on both nights that we were out there. And even though the storm was crazy... The, the tent held up really, really well. We had one small issue with uh, some water that was coming in because of a crack in the beam above the board, above the thing. But that, and, and for, for being her first time camping and having that be the worst thing that happened, it was like nothing. It was absolutely just an amazing trip. Beautiful, beautiful views. We did a Jeep tour up there. Highly recommend using Under Canvas. And then you can find them at undercanvas.com. So, uh, like I said, it was kind of a short week for me. Coming back because Monday uh, was a really sh quick day. I had one small inspection that I needed to do. And and that was basically it for my Monday. So I started on Tuesday. This week has been a, a, just an amazing opportunity. Like, okay, so goals. Uh, milestones that we had hit. 
I remember speaking a while back about how we have started expanding. Well, on one particular day, I was able to speak with two people that are, are responsible for feeding me quite a bit of work here in Arizona and in California for some guys that I got working for me out there. We had a fantastic conversation. Uh, I had, because of the fact that I had hired a new employee in California, we're looking to expand the territories out there and separate uh, the Central California block from the Southern California block. And when I say Central California, I don't even really mean like Central. I'm talking like San, by, based by counties. So the Southern counties is San Diego County, Imperial County, Riverside, um, and Orange County. And then we have this, like what I consider to be the Central counties, like Los Angeles, uh, San Bernardino County, Santa Barbara, San Luis Obispo, Kern County, uh, those that that kind of both of it is still considered to be south. So also, I also have another gentleman who works for me down here in Arizona who wants to do more of the northern stuff: Flagstaff, Prescott, Williams, uh, those types of places. So one of my clients, one of the lenders that I work for, uh, we have over the past eight, nine, ten years, have to very, uh, developed a very friendly working relationship. And she had called me, or I, actually I had reached out to them because of an email. We had begun going back and forth. I like to do business more over the phone. They, I feel like it gets things done faster. So I had reached out to the construction risk manager at this, this, lend, at this lender and said, hey, you know, okay, well, this is what's going on. Give me a call so that we can discuss this and then we can follow up with an email so that we have that paper trail. Well, I actually ended up getting a call from the director of that department um, who I have spoken with and have had dealings with in the past, and we got it all got that particular project all worked out. All the kinks were figured out. And while I was on the call, I had mentioned to her that I said, "Hey, you know, I I, I have this guy. Both guys work for me out here in California. I got another guy that works for me in Tucson, and we're looking to expand our territories. So I'm looking to take on this county and this county, and and so on and so forth. And I explained the training process, and, she, and I had talked to her about that before." But I explained how I train these men so that they can do the job exactly the way that I do it so that the quality, the level of quality of care, of business that we're doing with this, with this particular client doesn't falter at all. It doesn't lower the quality at all because of the fact that I am so very particular in detail about how I train, about how I bring these men and eventually women into this organization I want to make sure that we are giving our client the very best product possible. And that's something that I reiterate to my clients. And what I am suggesting to you out there, whoever's listening, is to reiterate the quality that you bring. Like what you are doing, the reason that you are getting to where you are now is because of the level of work and care that you are putting into what you're doing. And that is something that is huge for any business. Okay, And you want to make sure that that filters down into your employees or into your subcontractors. No matter who's working for you, you're wanting to duplicate yourself. And something that I have learned in business is for everything that you do wrong, your employees, your, the people that you are training, the subcontractors that see you do this wrong, they're going to do it 10 times worse. And the things that you do right typically they're going to do half as good. And that holds true over any uh, a field that's out there, whether it's drones, whether it's 
art, whether it's finance, whether it's construction, whether it's you know, in teaching, anything that people see you doing wrong, they're going to do it 10 times worse. And if they see you doing it right, they're only going to do it half as good as you want them to do it. So you had better do your job twice as good as you normally would so that you can get the level of quality that you want out of your employees. That's what I'm saying. And you better watch yourself so that you don't do anything the wrong way because if you do, they're going to do it 10 times worse. And that's the truth right there. So while I was on the phone with my client and I explained what what was going on, she was very, very excited that we were expanding our territory and we were putting new people in place. And she started asking me, well, what about this county? Well, what about over here? Do you work over here? And what about over here? Do you do this? What about over here? Do you do that? And my answer to each one of those questions was yes, absolutely. And every time I answered yes, and every time I said, yeah, we'll do that. Yeah, we take that on. Yeah, absolutely. We would love to go into those areas. She was elated. Moreover, she was so excited because she likes the quality of work that we have. She likes the type of product that we're bringing. She was going to start, or she was going to stop giving it to this other uh, company that was out there because she did not like working with them. Her, she said to me, and I quote, every time I get a job in, in this particular area, I cringe because I do not like this person working for me, which is super exciting. If you ever hear that from a client of yours, then that means that you are not doing enough of your job for them because you are allowing them to work with somebody that they don't want to because they don't have a choice. They don't have anybody else in those territories. They don't have anybody else doing what you're doing, bringing the product that you are bringing. Okay. And I want... Go back and listen to that again, because that's good stuff right there. Remember, everything that you do wrong, the people that work for you are going to do it 10 times worse than you. And everything that you do right, the people that work for you are only going to do is half as good. So make sure that you are doing twice the job of anybody else so that you can at least, at the very minimum, get the best possible quality product that you can put out there. And never, ever, 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 ever allow yourself to do anything that you don't want your workers to do. <clears throat> okay. So that's number one. And that was, I mean, that was just a, a good phone call and a phone conversation of itself. And that was a very quick phone call. I mean, we were only on the line for maybe 30, 35 minutes. And now I know based on that conversation that the person that I have working for me here in, in Arizona is going to be set up in a very, very good position. Okay. He has intoned to me that he doesn't like the thing that he is doing right now. And he, he only continues to do it because it pays the mortgage. And I absolutely hate that saying. It pay, Well, it pays the mortgage. You ain't going to pay the mortgage. No, I can't stand it. Okay. If you don't love what you're doing, if what you're doing doesn't make you happy, why the heck are you doing it? Because there's so many other things that you could be doing out there that actually bring you joy, that actually bring meaning to your daily work life, okay? The, having a job, you know, okay, just paying the bills, that's something that we do in our teens or in our early 20s while we're learning who we are and what it is that we excel at. God gives us gifts. God gives us special talents to be able to do a specific task, do a specific job that doesn't drain us, but it in fact actually gives us energy. 
Okay. Which is why I love doing what I'm doing right now, because at the end of the day, I'm not tired. I'm energized. I'm able to spend quality time with my wife. I'm able to go out and have fun, you know, going to dinner or to the movies or whatever extracurricular activities that we enjoy doing. Okay. So the other thing that happened this past week was, and this, this literally just happened yesterday. Um, but I don't, and I don't know how, but I got, I was referred by one of my clients for an engineering firm that we, that we do work with to, um, well, okay, let me back up. So, a while back, a few years ago, um, when before, before COVID, when real estate was really booming, I was getting a lot of property condition assessments, projects in. Now, a property condition assessment is a, uh, uh, it's a report that is done before a real estate transaction takes place for a major property. Say you have person A owns a Taco Bell. You have and doesn't want to own the Taco Bell anymore. They're looking to sell it. So you have person B, the investor, who comes in looking to buy said Taco Bell for, and let's we're going to put a round number on there for two million dollars. Okay. Now the investor isn't just buying the Taco Bell. The the investor is buying whatever is wrong with that Taco Bell. Okay. So let's say that 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 structure is. 20 years old. Let's say that business has been in there for 10 years. And let's say that person A, the seller, hasn't really kept up on the maintenance of that building and there's some things that are falling apart. Well, the investor is going to purchase those problems. Okay. So they want to perform what's called a property condition assessment. So a person like me comes out and looks at the parking lot, looks at the concrete sidewalks, looks at the foundation, we look at the flooring, we look at the walls, we look at the paint, we look at the plumbing, we look at the electrical, we look at the roofing, we look at the uh, the HVAC system, the, the heating and cooling system, the air conditioning system. We look at the uh, sprinkler system, the fire riser, you know, which feeds those, those sprinklers in case of a fire. We look at all of the different systems of that building, and then we say, or we, we write a report detailing not just you know what that initial two million dollars is because that's obvious that's your upfront cost but in one year you're going to need to repaint the stripes on the asphalt in the parking lot you're going to need to replace the uh disabled parking the ada parking signs that are out there in two years you're going to need to repave the parking lot in five years you're going to need to replace that roof in 10 years you're going to need to replace the hvac system now because it's 20 years and this is how much each one of those things is going to cost you Okay, so that's property condition assessment. Very, very detailed, very difficult to do. I love doing them because it affords me to travel around the country and I get to nitpick construction, which is something that comes natural to me anyways. So a while back of the, when these PCAs were rolling in, I was getting several of them, many, many, many uh, uh, of these jobs out in El Paso, Texas. And in doing that, I came across this gentleman who's I won't use a name, but I came across a guy and he and I became very good friends. He was doing the environmental side of it and I was doing the physical property side of it. And so whenever I got a job and I'd refer to him when he got a job and he referred to me and we would go and tag team these jobs and we would get a chance to hang out while we were working. It was very, very nice. gentleman. He's an older gentleman. Awesome, awesome dude. Love the guy. Um, so this past week I got a job because he referred me. He, the, he got the environmental side and I never even got the notice of it until after he referred it to me. So I got that one going on. Then another job came in from people that I had never even done business with before because they had asked somebody about people that were in my specific area. 
So that was awesome. I got another two or three jobs out of that. <clears throat> and now I have an opportunity to put my best foot forward, do awesome work, and secure them as a potential source of new business to come in. So I got that going this week, which was awesome. Um, so my point of hold that is, is about networking. Okay. When you are working on a project, whatever it is, okay, you want to make sure to go above and beyond when doing whatever it is that you're doing so that that client gets maybe something way, way better than what they were originally buying. Okay. Go that extra mile. Do those extra edits. You know, say if you're doing a video editing, do those extra edits on that video. Add that extra music that's on there to do whatever. And in doing that, you will not only secure that person as a client for m many future jobs, uh, but you will also give them a reason to recommend you to their friends, their family, their coworkers, their associates. And that that right there is the best way to get new work to increase the the business that you're that you're in. Okay? It's not advertising. I mean, advertising dollars is going to is going to help. But word of mouth is by far above and beyond the very very best source of advertising that you can possibly get. All of my work right now through through the inspection company is is referral based. All of it. It's me networking with my clients, making sure that I'm reaching out a consistent, at least if not weekly, it monthly basis. I'm reaching out and I'm physically talking with these people. Um, I'm I'm setting meetings once a year, like now. Uh, something that that we have started doing here in these last two, three, or four years is I go out and I buy uh, the little chocolates. Uh, we go to Costco, so we shop. I plug for Costco. Love Costco um, because they they offer little uh, discount things for C's candies. So we go to C's and I buy, you know, 30, 40, 50 boxes of chocolates and I mail them out as Christmas gifts every year. Well, this year, because now we're back at, at not having COVID anymore, is going to be the first year to come back and actually visit a couple of my lenders uh, at their bank so I can you know, be face-to-face -face with these people because 100% of the business that we do is through email, is over the phone. It's never in person. So I want to be able to you know, be, go out there and, and shake hands and say, hey, how's it going? How you been? La, la, la. You know, just have, have a nice little conversation for 5, 10, 15, 20 minutes. Okay? It's little things like that. If you put those things into your business, if you actually take time to go to a different city, to go to a different state, and I know it's going to be expensive, okay? but these people are the ones that are putting the money into your pocket, paying for your vacations. They're paying for your electric in your house to make sure that when you hit that light switch, the light comes on. These are the people that are feeding you. They're putting the food on your table by giving you the work. So make the time. Go out and visit them. Okay? Do it. At, if, at least once a year. <clears throat> so now we're going to be able to do that, which is awesome. So we're planning a trip to, to, up to Phoenix um, my wife and I with the chocolates and we'll, we'll go up there in, in, uh, uh, around Christmas time, summer, I mean, it's like second week of December, I'm thinking. So I have got that planned, which is awesome. Um, unfortunately, here's one of my failures. I missed my Wednesday call with my accountability partner and I'm kind of bummed about that. 
Um, and I'm not going to make excuses. He didn't call me. I didn't call him either. And I'm, I'm really sick about that because that has been something that I've been really looking forward to each and every week. On Wednesday at lunchtime, we have a scheduled time where I call him or he calls me and we talk about basically what I'm talking about right now. Goals that we want to set for ourselves, uh, milestones that we hit. <clears throat> Did we achieve the goals that we set ourselves from last week? Okay. Uh, what is it that we're struggling with? You know, what is it that he can help me overcome or I can help him overcome? It's a conversation that really energizes my week, makes me feel it, it makes me feel good after talking with him. You know, so he's a friend. But he's only somebody that I've, I have friended through these conferences that we've been going to, these business meetings, the uh, you know, three-day business conferences up in Phoenix or in, in, in Denver, Cal- uh, Colorado. Or he was just a one in Dallas that we talked about last week, which was awesome. Um, unfortunately, I missed that one. Um, just been so busy doing everything else. So that's one of the failures. Uh, also, another failure that I had from this past week, something that my wife has been kind of irking, <clears throat> excuse me, is urging me to do is um, uh, to get to get a new credit card. We have uh, we have an opportunity to utilize other people's money to pay for our debts. So something that we have found that has been an extremely awesome strategy that we're getting into is utilizing brand new credit cards that have 0% interest to pay off debt that is about to accrue interest. So if you get a loan for $10,000 and it's 0% interest for the first 90 days, cool. So you, you, you make three payments on that and then you're about to pay interest on those three months that you didn't have interest on because you weren't able to pay it off yet. So you get a credit card for 10 grand and you pay off the balance of that first loan. Now that credit card sometimes will have 10, 15, 18, 21 months of 0% interest depending on your credit. You use those months of 0% interest to continue paying down that debt. And you continue to make payments at the same rate as that original thing so that you're going to pay that off. But when that credit card is about to come up due, then you open up a new credit card with 0% interest for 10 months. And you can never and you can put off paying interest on anything and everything that you buy for the rest of your life. Strategy, people. It's about financing yourself creatively, using other people's money to give you the life that you want, that you deserve, that God had intended for you from the beginning of time. So there you go. There is your uh, finish strong Friday moment. I want to again say thank you for listening. Thank you for subscribing. I'm hoping that this going going forward that these will be a blessing to you. I'm going to really buckle down and try to do one of these every single Friday so that we have that for you available. I know I skipped last week Friday, but we were out of town. I didn't have an opportunity to to put put anything thoughts down on on paper because we did. We left. Uh, we were we were off Wednesday packing, getting ready. We left Thursday. We were gone Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and we didn't come back until Monday. So I apologize for missing y'all out there. Remember, this is Jeff Carter with CACG Drones. Find us online at www.cacgdrones or 
www.cacgdronesplus, and I have links to the both websites on there. Uh, if you're looking to hire a drone pilot, I would really, really appreciate the opportunity to serve you. Go to our contacts page. Shoot me an email with uh, with your request. I am always taking on new clients. I always appreciate the business. So thank you for thinking of us first. Find us also on your social media streams. I'm going to start trying to do better there. I haven't been posting a lot of content. It's been hit or miss, you know, depending on, on how busy we get. But I'm in uh, the works and contracting with a new company that's going to help me to be able to post, send wide posts out across all the different platforms that are out there. And again, thank you. Thank you so much for listening. It's, it's people like you that make it possible for me to do what I'm doing right now. So thank you. Because in the end, without you, I can't be doing this. God bless. And we'll see you on the next one.